Welcome to Beauty Behind the Brand. I'm your host, Nicole Mannion, founder of Muskoka Aesthetics and Muskoka Beauty. This podcast is going to be where we talk about the unfiltered truth behind the scenes reality of running businesses that aren't shown on Instagram, the ups and downs and everything in between on how each business came to be what it is today. So grab some popcorn because it's story time. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and give us a review. On today's episode of Beauty Behind the Brand, we are chatting with Emily Ravel, owner and operator of Stay Revy. She turned her love of travel into her passion and now her career. Emily has founded this business and she's creating a team that is just flourishing and growing even during hard times of the pandemic. She's definitely got a real purpose behind what she's doing. So let's get into the first episode and can't wait for you guys to hear this one. So um, how did you get into the industry you're in, Emily? Like what, what kind of sparked that for you? So I'm in the travel and tourism industry. So it was definitely sparked from a super young age with my parents constantly traveling. So we kind of jumped around the world, living in the States, living in England and traveling just all around North America, traveling around Africa, Australia, everything. It was amazing. So they had taken me to North America, to Canada, um, when I was about 14 years old to this tiny little town called Revelstoke. And I absolutely fell in love with it. And I decided that that was kind of where I wanted to be. And that was where um, I kind of wanted to learn a little bit more about it as well and learn about what was drawing people to this town and what was what was drawing people to travel to different areas as well. Um, and so, yeah, I, I decided uh, to jump into university to do my Bachelor of Tourism Management. And so that really gave me even more understanding of why people travel, different habits, different behaviorals that people have when they're traveling. And yeah, and so it definitely um, sparked my interest in the industry and wanting to get into it. And I think I'll always be interested in travel as well. <laughs> I don't think that's going. <laughs> young age, like I look at even your family, for example, and Emily and I, you know, yeah. <laughs> years now, like yeah. five years now. Five years, I guess. Yeah. So, and looking at your family, how like spread out everybody is, like literally the world. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. And then it, that's great because you can go visit everybody in a different country and stay yeah, with them. Yeah, yeah, the whole family is interested in the same industry that I'm in, which is awesome because I get input from every single one of them on something, which is great. They've really helped me. That's amazing. I know I'm jealous we're not going to be able to come out and ski and see you guys, but just keeps getting pushed year after year. Um, so, and then, so tell me kind of, I, I feel like I know quite a bit about your business just from the summer chatting about it, but tell everyone like the exciting, how you launched your own business and all that exciting stuff. So uh, my business is Stay Revy. So it's Stay Revy Vacation Rentals. So I manage other people's vacation homes. So we've got a number of different condos, luxury lodges, uh, units downtown as well that we manage for other people. So um, we deal with all the guest communication. We deal with people coming into town, uh, guest satisfaction. We try to really um, exceed everybody's expectations. Um, Owner satisfaction. We deal with all the accounting side of things as well. Um, And then we also deal with, we're really trying to move into kind of an adventure booking side of things as well so somebody can come to Revelstoke they can get their accommodation through us and then they can also get hopefully lift tickets rentals any sort of activity that they want to do um, we've already partnered with a shuttle company as well to be able to bring you from the airport to your property in Revelstoke too so it's been really awesome I, I started it in March um, and 
yeah, it's been a crazy time to start a travel company, but what a learning curve. And it's been absolutely amazing. Like I cannot believe the feedback that we've had in the community. Um, and, and we've been really trying to be a part of the community as well. We are a local business and we're really trying to push the fact that we are a local business. Um, we're there for the owners and for the guests that are coming to Revelstoke. And we're just, yeah, we're really, really excited to see how big this can get. We know we're like on the precipice of travel again. So yeah, we're just really getting ourselves set up so that it's just going to be this huge boom eventually. Oh, definitely. Because like, yeah. John and I were talking about the history, how history repeats itself. You look <laughs> when the swine flu and all those different things happened in like the 1918s and then the yeah. roaring 20s happened. Everyone, like everyone's just going to, once this, so lives, they're going to go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we're just really trying to position ourselves and make sure that we're flexible at this time for loads of different people, but we're just getting ourselves ready for that boom. So it'll be really And I love, like, I know personally from traveling, like, it's so nice to have that one-stop shop. So you're not having to contact all these outside sources of somewhere you don't know anybody or the connections. So yeah. Yeah. And how long have you been in Revelstoke now? So I've been in Revelstoke now since 2011. So almost 12 years. Yeah. And um, so I, I call myself a Revelstoke local, definitely. I was just say, you're <laughs> at 10 point, the 10 year mark. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm here. I'm here for good. So yeah, I definitely know a lot about Revelstoke and I can talk about it really easily with people. So I love when somebody calls to book instead of just books online, because then I can like have this huge chat with them and tell them the best spots to go and, yeah. and stuff like that. But um, I definitely try to reach my guests in other ways as well. So having a welcome book when they get to the property that they can see all of that information anyway, um, even if they don't get a chance to, you know, have a phone chat with me. But yeah. Yeah. Personal connection. Like I feel that's something where working in the service industry, that's something I completely miss. Like just simply seeing people. I know it sounds really weird, but even touching people, like having a hug, like anything, right? Yeah. I'm like straight in for a handshake with somebody new and I can't do that I'm like hi (laughs) yeah it's it's a crazy world but I love seeing how you're taking this time and you're being positive about it and wanting to grow it and scale it that way kind of get all the little um things ironed out so then when it does come time to get going you're well and you're you're still up and running you're still we are still up and running we still have guests coming we've still got properties and everything's still moving it's just slower than it should be for this time but yeah like I said we're just really literally just did a huge mind map yesterday of, of how can we position ourselves in this time and how can we reach maybe more locals uh people that are looking for maybe a longer term stay for two weeks or something just getting out the house it's a tough time for everybody so we're just coming up with different discounted prices and and different ideas and marketing ideas for to still attract people to the properties that we do have right now I find that being a local Muskoka gal yeah. <laughs> I'm born and raised here and like half the hiking trails like I think last year was like one of the well this summer I guess was one of the only times I went Huckleberry Rock which is like an yeah. ideal like it's one of the like most well-known lookout points but I think yeah. it's local, you made a really good point of getting them out doing things okay. because when you live and work somewhere you yeah. don't have vacation in those areas yeah you got to take a holiday in your own backyard yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. and then you appreciate it on a whole other level too yeah and I can talk, you can talk about it more. I mean, in my position, I, if I'm in Revelstoke and I, I kind of put myself in a tourist's shoes for a weekend or a week, I then can explain it a lot better to them as well. And I can say like, oh, I just tried that and that was awesome. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I know with aesthetics, that's something like the school I went to, we actually had to get all the services done. 
So to get our certificate. So whether it was waxing or it was pedicures or any lash extensions, like you had to get it done in order to pass that specific. Mm -hmm. So to your point, you can't explain, like you can't explain. Yeah. That you have tried. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, yeah. So then with your education and everything, you kind of touched on point there for like your after high school scenario with like college university kind of thing. And then with the tourism itself, like how did you educate yourself to start your business and to get to that, that yeah. level? I definitely started right from the very basics again. So we've got this amazing resource in BC called Small Business BC. And it's like a little online college that you can just attend different webinars. And I went straight from the beginning to um, how to write your own business plan. And I just went through all the webinars and did all of the different um, assignments that they had put out and just applied it to my own business. And so by the end of taking, I don't know, six webinars, I'd created my whole business plan, cash flow analysis, um, everything to go along with it and kind of had myself set up ready to go. <clears throat> so I really, really recommend, <clears throat> sorry, finding um, something in Ontario. If somebody is starting out, finding something similar, if, if you don't really know where to start, because this just gave me like straight back to the basics. I definitely gone in being like, oh, I've, I've written a business plan at university. Like I've done this at university, but really when you're coming up with new ideas, it's really, really good to go back and see what other people are saying and how it's been updated now. And they give you loads of great templates and, yeah, it was extremely useful for me. Well, and I think too, with the resources, like I look at the grants the government's giving us right now as small business owners and like even yeah. my heart goes out for the ones that haven't been able to get previously for being in past, like for myself having experience and having the numbers, yeah. but starting businesses like yourself, I know in Ontario now they're starting to do more grant systems, but even reaching out to your small business centers, I did the same thing. I went through a program with them yeah getting money through the government way back in the day when I had started but even just educating yourself on the bookkeeping right like like you said my gosh it's huge bookkeeping is like the biggest thing that I think most people have no idea what they're doing going into it and it you really like it's so hard to to learn that it's something that you've really got to sit down and be like okay I've got to force myself to learn how to do this and I've got to force myself to like research all the different costs of everything I can't just be like oh I've estimated that this is going to cost this it's like no if your insurance is going to be a large part of it then talk to the insurance companies find out how much it's going to cost yeah because I think it's a fun like I think you and I are both very creative like we love like building and I remember talking this summer we were just like going off about all the exciting <laughs> doing and just chatting and then it was like the numbers that is something that entrepreneurs I think we're not so much the number people Definitely but not. <laughs> and that is like hire a great bookkeeper and make sure you have a good accountant because yeah. 100% you wear all the hats either and I think mm -hmm. need to know that yeah literally you can't do everything so find the right people who can do those things and get them in the spot yeah accountant was like the number one thing that I first got was like okay I need to find a good accountant that I work well with that understands my business and that we can come together and kind of, you know, he can go through it with me as well and teach me alongside, which is really important. Like, I don't want to just be in the dark. I still want to know what's going on, even if I'm not the one that's like right there doing the work. Well, and then you know how to pivot that business to bring in that certain income you might need or write-offs or receipts and all that fun stuff that all is like, it's all a part of the numbers at the end of the day, your expenses, yeah. what you're bringing in and, like I laughed so hard at your one Instagram video. I think it was all the toilet paper and like- Oh you, yeah, oh my God, 800 yeah. rolls of toilet paper. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you guys are like the Costco of Revelstoke. 
Oh my God, I know it really felt like that this shipment came in. It was like 800 rolls of toilet paper, 400 paper towel, like just different products for all the properties. And it just like all came to my garage. I was like, nice, here we go. <laughs> Do you like a drive through, just like handed us the yeah. door? <laughs> yeah, start a product line, got it going. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Now, speaking of that, the hobbies, like what's something that you do? Like, I mean, Revelstoke, I like experience <laughs> all those fun things that you're telling everyone about, but what are like, I know you have a lot of hobbies personally, I know you do, but let's do like maybe three of your fave hobbies at you. So a new one that I've really got into this year, which has been so awesome was is backcountry skiing. So um, my partner is really into it. As you know, Miles is super yeah. into it, but it's, it's like hiking up a mountain with your skis on and then you ski down a different side of it. And it's like off in the backcountry. And I've just, I've never, I've never felt confident enough to really get out. I've never really enjoyed it when I have got out. And this year I just, I, I've got a lot fitter, healthier, and I'm just feeling really good. And, and yeah, I'm just crushing peaks. <laughs> it's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. The views, like the videos and stuff, I'm just like mind blown. Yeah. And that's like the biggest thing. Like, yeah, it's tough to get up there. But once you're up there, like that being your view, just endless mountains is just so worth it. That's and it. then that you get is great too. What's another one you've been? Another uh, so other hobbies that I've been into is being probably because I've been at home quite a bit has been cooking, like trying to find new recipes to cook, um, especially working from home now. I've definitely like can throw something on, do a few emails that like, come back to it. So I found like my cooking's really changed since working at home um I definitely make way more elaborate breakfasts because I'm like at home I'm like all right what should I have today <laughs> I agree with you that's like our well John's been working so much and I'm like hollering upstairs okay like what do you want I'm not a very good <laughs> myself either and, like a female yeah. and an egg on it is like my go-to but. it's so good yeah it's really nice being at home that's for sure and being with the dog he's getting very attached though <laughs> I think people, they're poor dogs after this COVID thing. I don't know what the animals oh, are. Okay. I, that's exactly what I think about Mac. I'm just like, he's attached to my side now. I'm like, what's going to happen when I, when I can't be at home all the time? <laughs> it's going to lose it. That could be one of your other hobbies is uh, yeah. taking care of your pup. Yeah, yeah is taking care of my pup. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then something like fun about yourself, like something that people may not know or just yeah. something like quirky about you that... <laughs> Well, I'm really good at doing the worm, but there's more. <laughs> I'm really, really into getting lots of people together. So being part of a community, um, making other little communities. <clears throat> yeah. I've done quite event planning um, with community events. So I held these community block parties, um, which kind of brought different vendors together, music, just like good community spirit. And then currently um, I brought together like a really cool girl gang uh, that just works out together every morning. So like three days a week, we all get together and we have one friend who um, trains us pretty much. And we've just like brought this awesome community together. It started about a year ago of just three of us. And I think there's about six to eight of us now who are doing it. So that's awesome. And it makes you feel good. Like having that community. So good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You like have your therapy session and workout in the morning before even starting your day. Oh, and you do it in the morning even better. Yeah. yeah. First thing in the morning and like get up early, which I've, I've loved the change of waking up really early. You kind of have that time for yourself before anybody else has kind of started the day. So yeah, that's been really cool. I definitely have been slacking in the workout department. I think yeah. I have like literally in the room beside us, I have like a mat and weights and mm -hmm. 
collecting dust because I don't think I've barely touched them. But you do feel better. Like, I just want to dance. Does that sound weird? No. Oh, my God. That's exactly how I feel. I just go somewhere and dance with people. <laughs> yeah. Literally. <laughs> I just, like, have my own dance. I'm not really working out. I'm just dancing and whatever. I think that's fine. <laughs> I know. I'm so I did read a new book though and um I see that you're super into books so I have to re- recommend it to you um but it's called Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty yes. yeah it's so good his podcast is really good too yeah. I've heard that and then so I listened to his book actually I listened to the audiobook and it talks about waking up early and like setting your routine and everything like that and that really helped change my mindset with it it was super interesting yeah that- I think that's, I'm not like a huge, it's so hard because like I'm, I'm forcing myself to read and I feel like the more I do it, the more I enjoy it, the faster I can read before I look at yeah. two months to get through it. But I'm mm-hmm. setting a goal like every month I want to read a book. So I'm yeah. looking, I literally have like a pile of books that I, I just like books. Like I just, I yeah. think pretty. I like to have them. I think it makes yeah. harder when I have more books. I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> I actually need to read them now. So I don't have that book, but I've listened to his podcast. But I wonder if I should just download the audio. Yeah, just download the audiobook. I really enjoyed listening to it because you can like stop and pause, you can go back to it. There's like he talks a lot about meditation and he actually does like a meditation with you and stuff like that. So I highly recommend listening to it. I think he's got a nice voice too. Like, like yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he really is, yeah. Very English. <laughs> Do you even pick up on the accent or is it just oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he sounds so English. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Um, so then something like advice or something you would tell your younger self. Um, yeah. I guess something I haven't touched on, but this is a hundred percent what I would tell my younger self slash like anybody is finding a mentor. I throughout this whole process have had this amazing, amazing mentor called Real. Um, who was part of the company that's done all of my marketing and my branding. Um, And he has business coached me every week since I started. And he has just, I do not think I would be where I was without a business coach or a mentor. So I I highly recommend somebody finding somebody, he's not even in the same industry, but really understands it. Um, And finding somebody that you really connect with that you'll listen to. And um, you can just brainstorm with like, yeah, our relationship has grown and changed since the very beginning. And it's it's really amazing to see to see where we've come now. He's kind of like let me off on my own a little bit, which Aww. just makes me feel very trusted. And yeah, he's he's really helped me. So I highly recommend somebody finding you finding somebody within an industry that you can really connect to. And how did you get connected with him? How did you? So he was, uh, he's a friend of mine's da- uh, stepdad. And so she had got me in contact for the marketing because he runs this marketing company out of Vernon uh, called Sporing. And so she connected me with him. And when I first spoke to him, he was just like, tell me about your business. Like really excited. So I did. And he offered it straight away and was just like, if you want to chat each week, I'm happy. Like you let me know how much or how little you want. And so after a little bit, obviously, I was a bit nervous to be like, yes. But after a little bit, it was like, okay, you happy to do every week? And, and we did, and we jumped into it. And it, it just kind of helped me be accountable to somebody, because this was the first time that I don't have anybody that I'm being accountable for. So it made me accountable to somebody, and it would help me brainstorm of what my priorities were for that following week as well. So mm-hmm. that's a couple of things that I found extremely helpful, as well as just 30 years of business compared to my three months of business. There was so many different ideas that were coming up and um, ways to handle things. And, it, and it's always really nice that 
he trusts me to make up my own decisions. He's just there to help assist them. It's not kind of telling me what to do. To have like an outside person, like your dad's also an entrepreneur too. So it's like one of those things, like my dad's an entrepreneur too. There's things that I tell him because I know it's just going to be his opinion or whatever. I think having that outside person to talk to, it's like like a business therapist sometimes. Yeah, Yeah. that's how I feel about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because that's what, like, even for myself, when I do mentor calls with other spa owners or other industries, like, that's something I find they almost, it's not me telling them, in some some situations, I do have to tell them advice or situations that I've gone through, but a lot of it is just like a sounding board for them to vocalize, and then the gears, even with my mentor, I notice that I start talking out loud, and all these ideas start getting generated, and I'm like, I know what I need to do, I just do it. Yeah. And that's exactly how it was. It was like towards the end, he was like, you got this. Like, you just got to trust in yourself that you know what you're doing now. Yeah. And that's, that's huge. It's like the trusting in, in yourself for sure. Yeah. And I think everyone, no matter if you've been in business for 30 years or you've been in business for three mm-hmm. months, you're still going to have insecurities and wonder and worries. And I don't ever think that just because you've been in business for a certain amount of years, you know, everything or, you know, you don't. It's all- did you you're not challenging yourself you're not growing and you're not moving forward you're you're staying stagnant if that's the case no and that's something else within business I look at some of my friends that are business owners and taking risks is like a huge a huge part of it is to to the scaling into the growing point like Mm -hmm. you have to step out of your comfort zone to scale that next yeah yeah for example like I look like I remember just talking this summer and like all the different ideas and I've Mm -hmm. in the five years I've known you like I know we normally just see each other in the summer but you were like a whole different level like you were just like so excited so passionate just the way you're confidently speaking about it like I knew something good was coming out of all of this right and it was a huge leap it was stepping out of my comfort zone for sure it was uh my biggest thing was the fear of failure that was like my number one was terrified of what if this doesn't work what are people going to think if this doesn't work um how will I cope if it doesn't work kind of and and as soon as I stepped off that ledge and as soon as I jumped into it it was like you got this like you got this yeah Yeah. you have have to remind yourself of that too and you have to have other people I definitely have other people remind me of that often as well like you're okay got this having that support of like you said your girlfriends that you work out with in the morning or miles your partner right there's so many different sounding boards and I think it's the hardest thing for people who don't have that to keep Mm -hmm. and keep pushing and wanting to thrive and to grow too. Share with other people around you. Don't just keep it to yourself and and huddle in your room and work. Talk to them. Brainstorm. Well, um, have you ever heard of Gabriella Bernstein's books? No, I don't think I have. What books are? So hers are all about like the universe and attractions and like putting it in type of thing so that's the thing when I have people that are like oh I'm not sure about my business or I'm not sure how to start it I say just start talking about it or you're looking to hire someone like I was looking for another assistant and like literally I was talking about it and I said we're gonna find it it's just gonna happen I don't want to advertise the right person will come and like literally two weeks later one of my good friends from college texts me looking for for a job perfect yeah I think mindset putting it out there definitely Yeah. yeah And talking to people about it. Don't be scared to talk to your friends and family about it. Mm-hmm. Well, and mm-hmm. you start putting it in your head, right? The hopefully the positive feedback or hundred percent grow from it. So awesome. yeah. thank you so much for having me, Nicole. Yeah, no problem. It's lovely chatting as always. Yeah, let's talk soon.
Okay, sounds good. Thanks, Dan. Bye. Thank you so much for listening and be sure to follow our podcast on Instagram at beauty brand podcast. We do lots of fun giveaways with our guests. We have lots of fun things going on on our social media that you'll want to check out and you can follow my personal page as well at Nick Mannion and be sure to follow us for all new episodes and podcasts every Tuesday. And also just to mention, make sure to like subscribe as well as give us a review. Thank you so much for all your love and support everyone.